You're listening to Career Up Now's Socially Distanced Close-Ups Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Caro Cook. Today, Larissa Epstein is interviewing Sharon Strauss. Sharon is an executive coach at the Human Insight Group. For more than three decades, Sharon has been scouting the leading edge of human sciences for what's new and applicable to her clients. Let's jump in on the conversation. So, Shathar, thank you so much for joining us today for Socially Distanced Close-Ups. You and I have had a chance to get to know each other over the past year and a half or so, as you're one of our mentors in Boston and have just been such a kind and involved person, taking your product knowledge and your engineering knowledge and your knowledge of the entrepreneurial ecosystem in order to make a difference in the lives of emerging professionals that are involved with our program. And I really want to thank you for that. And I'm excited to be able to interview you today for Socially Distanced Close-Ups. So my first question is, did you imagine one day that you'd be a product guy or engineer? So, wow. So I started as an engineer. So I joined the Air Force out of high school. Not really sure what I want to do. The Air Force exposed me to the world of engineering. Again, it was in the 80s, in the early 90s. So it's a long time ago. And the 1980s. I'm from the 1900s. So that exposed me into engineering and all the computer engineering and stuff like that. So I went to university, got my degree in electrical engineering, electronics, basically, and started my career as an engineer, writing embedded software design into controllers and various computing devices. Then PC kind of took over and software became the thing that people write software to to run as an application on computers, on Windows. And that started my migration from an engineer also to a sales engineering, application engineering, interfacing more with customers. Today you will call it customer success and all of those uh, customer interfacing needs and responsibilities when you are there with the customer, understanding the need and making sure the product is installed and work as it should. From there, I grew into products. So to answer your question, when I started my career, did I think that I would be a product manager? I didn't even know what product manager is or what product manager is supposed to do. But as I grew with my career, got more skills and saw what other opportunities are out there, I cannot see myself not as a product guy. I like it. I'm good at that. I enjoy doing it. And it's basically right now, it's my calling. So it started somewhere totally different and made it to today. Could not paint that path when I started. What was it like being in the Air Force? That was fun. I miss the Air Force. I miss some things that we did. I miss the people that I was with. And I still have friends and we served together. But the fact, any military, it's not just the Air Force, that you think about it, you stuck with the same people for the good and the bad for a long time. You count on each other. You depend on each other can't do anything by yourself. What I like about the Air Force and actually what helps me today, I think it helps to my success today. In an Air Force, there are a few things that you can translate really well into the business world. One of them is there is a brief before you do something, you go, you do it, and then you debrief about what you just did. Every mission that you go through, you brief before to know exactly what needs to be done. You go and do it, and then you go and debrief what just happen. In the debrief, there is no ranking and everybody's voice is equal. 
the guy in the back that everybody's in front of them is all the above him in ranks and skills or whatever can see things that others will not. His point of view of seeing how stuff happened or didn't happen, if it was a danger or not danger, if someone did what they were supposed to or they cut someone else, everybody is equal in their debrief. And that's important because everybody learned from everybody. So that I think is really can be translated into the business world from that point of view. That's fascinating. I mean, it's so much different. The Israeli military and Air Force is so much different than the American Air Force. What do you wish you had known before you got started? I wish I knew more about what different type of engineers do. So I went for electrical engineering because I like the electronics part, building, not just writing the software to run on today's a computer, but actually, if you think about the IoT, the Internet of Things, Internet of Things is all of those these different sensors and controllers that sit everywhere on the Internet. When I started my career, they called controllers. They weren't connected to anything, or if they were connected, it was a telephone line, but it was the same type of small devices. So I worked on designing the hardware, building the hardware, making sure it works, and then writing the software to operate that hardware. With my career, I got to so many places that knowing what I'm knowing today, I most likely would have gone to mechanical engineering. I like more the building of those things, not from the electronics parts, but from the design. Today, it's called industrial design. It's what the box looks like. What's the device that you work on look like? Why iPhone look the way the iPhone look? why things look the way they are. And there's so much thing that has to go there from not just the look, the pleasing of what the device looked like from its design, from heat dissipation, from operation, from so many things that go into the design. With what I know today, I most likely would have gone to mechanical engineering or aerospace engineering. Because when I left the Air Force, I kind of tried something different that I was exposed to at the Air Force. Knowing today, going back, I'm maybe even staying in more like an aerospace engineering, but mechanical engineering is something I would chose. Very interesting. A mentorship plays such a key role in, in the path that people choose for their lives. What type of mentors or who are some of the mentors that you've had that have really had a significant impact on your life? So sadly, I can say that I had no good mentors in my career. I was left to make foolish mistakes. I did make foolish mistakes. The few people that did guide me in the career, some of it was for their own good, not my good. They needed me to do things to elevate their career, to continue to do stuff and because I was good in that. And they made me continue to do what I'm good at instead of helping me develop my career. So I did not have good mentors in my career. That's one of the reasons that I volunteer with Career Up Now and a few other organizations. And I want to be that mentor. I want to help the people. I see a lot of foolish mistakes by people that I manage and people I work with. So I find myself being that mentor that I didn't have to help others to see behind the things that they think they are actioning about that many times could cause them to go back in the career, to hold them in the career, to change the career, not the, the path that they were initially would like to go. So because I didn't have a good mentor in my life, I'm trying to be that one for others. That's remarkable. I mean, what a way to give back. And so often we learn what we didn't get in order to be able to help others. What's one of the, let's say, mistakes or learnings that you've had from your life that made you reassess or redirect? 
I have to pick the one is not understanding the business. Many times I made my mistakes, foolish mistakes or whatever mistakes, or I was really passionate about something in the organization that was right for the product, was right for the customer, was right maybe for sales, but it didn't sit well with the business itself. So if you really go and understand what is the business purpose, what is the strategy of the business, what the business is trying to achieve, what the constraint of the business, what is the business right now has to deal with, all of the things that the organization, the company, the business itself, whatever the, the things that you work for, have to deal with on a daily basis and you're more in tune with what the, the requirements are, you will do better in the organization. And where I many times got myself to fight, fight the system is because I was really passionate about building a product. I was really passionate about solving some kind of a problem in the market, was really vocal and energized about doing it. But part of it was not fitting with what the business is looking for. Now, I'm just an employee in the business, so all of us just working for someone. And many times we have to make those assessment of the stuff that we want to do, but the things that the people that pay us a salary expecting us to do. And sometimes they don't expose all the information to you, why the business, of the way the business operates. And it's on us sometimes to work and figure it out. So if I have to say one thing is learn about the business, why the business operate the way it operates, not always fight the system, be part of the system and, um, and influence in other ways, not just um, the passion sometimes can come wrong. That was one of the things that I had to learn that sometimes decisions that are being made, there are reasons for them. Maybe I don't know what they are, but there are reasons for those decisions. That makes a lot of sense to learn and to have each of those pieces in order to evaluate and to understand and the advice that you gave that came along with it. So what's one value that you hold dear that's helped you either in your personal or professional life? So for me, it's honesty. Honesty is important. I can tell you that the relationship that I hold with salespeople, the relationship that I hold with uh, channel partners and customers, the relationship that I hold with the engineering teams, again, today I'm a product guy, so I work with the engineering team. It's about honesty, people, and you have to earn it. It's not something that just come up. You earn that honesty. You promise things, you communicate things, and with time, people, you build that trust with people, and your honesty is your value. I talk to customer, and they believe in what I'm saying. They learn that everything I promised in the past of what's going to come in a release, what's not going to show up in a release, whatever date it's going to come or it's not going to come. I was close enough to reality. Again, it's software, it's technology. Sometimes you have a little delay. Sometimes you can put everything in the same release because it just didn't make it. But in general, being honest with people, even when it's hard, no, Mr. Customer, we don't have that feature. Sorry, Mr. Customer, we're not going to have it in the next version. Yes, Mr. Customer, this is a bug. We're sorry, we have it. We're working on fixing it. And that honesty in the beginning caught people off guard and was weird. Why are you accepting that we have a bug? Don't tell them that. Why are you telling them we don't have the feature? They're not going to buy the product. And in my view is empowering knowledge on others, make them make better decisions and creating, establishing myself as the trusted advisor, created the channels that people came to me with questions, even if there was no need right now to buy a product. 
But because I was the trusted advisor, when they were open to buy a product, they continued to buy the product from us because we came as a trusted organization, even if it's not the complete 100% product. So being honesty and, and the trust is important. I love that. I mean, honesty is so much of a key part of communication and being able to handle those expectations. And I love the way that you bring that into product design, because I feel like it can really come across all industries as just managing expectations and communication and, and being straightforward with what you're able to do and what you're not able to do and, and fixing problems. Why do you think programs like Career Up Now or Career Up Now specifically are important for young people? And what I like about Career Up Now, it's the ability to influence during your senior year as a graduate and work with the population that they don't know what they don't know. And they don't know there is so huge. You are the age of your life where you know everything. You're the edge of your life that you believe that you can conquer the world and you will put a lot of energy to remove anything that maybe hold you back. But what the career up now can provide is understanding what battles are important, what battles not important, how big is one thing, how small is another, and help you to, as I said before, eliminate doing some foolish mistakes that can enter your career or help you to do something very simple that will help you to grow much faster, greater, better. That's what I like. Again, some of the conversation I had with the students is even about, should I go and find a job or should I go and do my graduate degree? Should I go for a higher education or should I go something else? Internship, co-ops, and all of those things. There's a reason uh, to do one or another. And for some kids, maybe going for their higher education first is more important. And then for others, starting to, with the workforce, getting real life experience. So then you go into graduate degree. It's better because you can apply what you're learning on experience that you already have. It's not just theory, it's all connected together. And many times when you work somewhere, and you, and you continue your education, they're even paying for it. So there's so many things that CareerUpNow can do and help from experience in a specific industry, how to grow in the industry, what skills, what networking to do if you want to go to the A or B or C in the industry, and what your path can be. And that's, I think, CareerUpNow is doing great with that. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us today for Socially Distance Close-Up and wish you tremendous success in all your endeavors. Oh, thank you for having me.